Well, hello again, everybody, and happy Saturday. Hope you survived the storms last night. Yikes, I, I know. I slept right through them. I, I had no idea. My wife woke up this morning and said, uh, whoa, those storms were bad last night. Wicked. And yep. uh, my response was, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, huh? then, she, then she told me, uh, you were doing a sound check in your sleep last night. I guess I was. I uh, was. <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Test, test, one, two. <laughs> yeah. She said I was sleeping away and it was like. <sighs> test, one, two, three. <laughs> oh, one, two, yeah. three. <laughs> so I don't know what that means, but. Uh, Obviously, it has something to do with how excited we are to be with you again here on Saturday morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. Looking good. forward yeah, you, to the weekend. Did you have a good week? Busy week? Crazy two weeks. Like, unbelievably crazy. And it's time to relax now. Okay. How about you? Sounds good. Uh, we've been kind of uh, mellowing out, doing some stuff around the house, doing some uh, painting outside. That's always fun. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you Especially know, when a storm washes it away. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing about painting that you learn as you get older, you know, when you're young and your dad asks you to help paint, uh, you know, you're just out there with a brush slopping it on. Then as you get older, you realize 90% of painting is prep. I know. You know <laughs> taping off the windows, taping off the trim, yep. all that kind yep. of stuff. Uh, yep. And then you don't get to do the fun part until the very end. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, lots of things going on this weekend. We'll tell you about, uh, mentioned a couple of them here. There's an African world festival at Hart Plaza in Ferndale. They've got the pig and whiskey festival. Not All right. Like a, a drunk pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you had info on a, a festival too, didn't you? Yeah. It's the, uh, Czech and Slovak, uh, folk festival. It's uh, today and tomorrow. And uh, the, it's five bucks to get in. It's at the Sokol Cultural Center, but okay. they have live entertainment. Millie's Polka Band, everybody, All <laughs> on right. the main stage. They have food, authentic food, ethnic souvenirs. <laughs> so it's going to be a great time. That sounds that sounds wonderful. Do you know how to polka? I do not. I, uh, I do not. I, probably I think, think... We took, I think, polka lessons in high school. Oh, really? That's I think, kind of... but interesting it's very um, fuzzy to me half polish descent uh i'm used to seeing all the women at, at the weddings would take over the dance floor whenever a polka was played yeah uh there yeah. were some couples but it was mostly uh women like sisters dancing with each other or friends uh isn't it like like a accordion and like the, oh, yeah. one of those things that, yeah <laughs> usually an accordion and a clarinet and uh, <laughs> a couple other instruments. Uh, oh, everybody loves a polka. All right, nine minutes after 8 o'clock. We do have wet weather for the rest of the day on and off, so if you've got any plans, keep that in mind. Tomorrow looks great, though. Uh, and let's mm -hmm. get into sports here. Dave Rieger, our producer and sports director, has the latest on what's going on. Dave? Morning, guys. We're going to start this morning with the Tigers. They were in Seattle last night to get the second half of the season off to a good start. They won 5-4 to four over the Mariners. All the Tigers' runs came via the long ball. Kerry Carpenter, Akil Badu, Nick Maton, they all went deep to help the Tigers. Tigers are now 40-50, and 50, 10 games under five hundred, but still only five games out of first place in the AL Central. Tigers are going to try to make it two in a row tonight against Seattle. Game time, 940. Let's move over to college football. Yes, college football. Phil Steele's annual college football preview comes out. 
and Michigan comes in in the top five at number three. The Wolverines are coming off back-to-back Big Ten championships and back-to-back appearances in the college football playoff. So what they said in the article was that a lot of returning um, starters for the Maize and Blue. Over to the NBA, the Pistons, they beat the Spurs yesterday in summer league play, 79-73. Detroit's first-round pick, Asor Thompson, he had a double-double, finished with 18 points and 14 rebounds. And moving over to the PGA, Scottish Open third round is happening right now. Roy McIlroy in the lead at minus 13. Two shots ahead of Tommy Fleetwood and Tom Kim. A lot of players go over and they play the Scottish Open to prepare for the Open Championship, which is coming up, the last major of the year for the PGA. And that's what's happening in sports. All right. In other sports news, uh, Dave Rieger's niece was in a little golf tournament for for little girls yesterday, and sure. Uncle, Dave got, Uncle Dave got to be the caddy. Yes, it was. Oh, uh, that's so Cute. It was uh, it was very interesting. Nine holes at the par three course at Rambler out in uh, in Sterling Heights, and uh, she scored nine strokes better than she did on her last tournament. She did not medal, but uh, some of these young kids are really good. Some of these young kids yeah. are better than I am. It's really <laughs> kind of scary, but uh, she did her best, and um, yeah, it was kind of fun uh, caddying around. Uh, it was funny because they had they had the caddies. And the caddies were allowed to give them advice, use a range finder, help them set up. And then they had people who were just part of, like, watching. So if you were not a caddy, if you were just watching, you were allowed to cheer, but you were not allowed to give any advice. It was very interesting interesting how they had it set up. That's kind of cool. But, you know, I think it's wonderful that you did that with your niece. That's the kind of thing. She'll talk about that for the rest of her life. She'll tell her kids, and they'll tell her their kids uh, mm-hmm. that's, you know, you can't underestimate quality time spent with uh, kids in your family and uh, uncles and brothers and aunts and everything. That's just, I just think that's a cool story. I was on the phone with Dave last night when he was driving his niece home. Uh, it, it sounded like she had a lovely time. So good for you, Dave. Yeah, she, uh, so cool. I think she was very excited because there was pizza afterwards. And then, <laughs> uh, and then I, and then she was promised by my brother, her father, that I had to get her ice cream. So then we, oh. we got to the ice cream place literally one minute before it closed and, and got her her ice cream. So, oh, wow. Golf, you are pizza, a and ice cream. That's Go- great. Golf, pizza, and ice cream. I don't know what else a seven and a half year old uh, would like better. That sounds perfect. Well, if uh, you think that it's kind of heroic to do things like what uh, we just described Dave doing with his niece, we would love to hear about it. We've got a cool thing going on with our friends from Hungry Howie's where we're asking you to tell us about someone who's been a hero in your life. It could be something huge. Like you could have been part of that group that rescued that guy who fell off the bridge. Oh, Holy cow! My gosh, right in the, that is a miracle that that guy's alive. One hundred percent. That's a heroic effort. Or it could be something simple like what Dave described: taking your niece out for a, an afternoon of golf. Whoever is a hero in your life, we'd like to hear about it. Just send us a simple email at hero at wjr dot com. That's hero at wjr dot com. And every week we'll pick a winner on our show here on Saturday and the person who was nominated and the person who did the nominating will each win a large pizza 
couple of them from Hungry Howie's with one topping. It's a cool prize and a fun little thing. And we'll announce today's winner uh, in the nine o'clock hour. So stick around for that. Coming up next, uh, this should be interesting. I want you to think about this during the commercial break. And we'll get Dave and Cam to chime in on this. If you were going to go on an ocean cruise and it had a theme, what kind of cruise would you want to go on? Because there's a new one coming out that uh, is going to be huge. They can't uh, <laughs> they can't sell tickets fast enough for this one. I'll tell you about that, and we'll explore what kind of fantasy cruise you'd like to go on when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Saturday morning to you. Hope you're doing well on this uh, kind of cool 66 degrees and wet Saturday morning, but if you're looking for a sunny day on the weekend, it'll be tomorrow when we'll have uh, uh, highs in the low 80s and a lot more sunshine. A lot of things happening around our state this weekend. The Faster Horses Festival is going on at the Michigan International Speedway in Brooklyn. Charlevoix has their Venetian Festival, which is always a lot of fun. And the Michigan Honey Festival is going on in Corona. And uh, speaking of Michigan, how about that Powerball jackpot? Did oh, no. No, I always forget. We'll get you one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you one. Uh, so put that on your list today. Whether you're a regular player or not, $875 million is a lot of cake. Man, <laughs> that, uh, that is just incredible money. When it gets up there around a billion dollars, it's it's kind of hard right. not, to, not to buy a ticket. So uh, good luck to everybody. All right, we were talking about ocean cruises. I've never been on a cruise in my life. Uh, some people swear by it. They look forward to them every year. They go on different cruises. Sometimes uh, people will go on the same cruise over and over again. And, of course, here at WJR, uh, a lot of the hosts are part of uh, little trips for listeners where you guys get to go with Paul W. or Guy Gordon or somebody on a on a really cool cruise. If there was a cruise theme that would get you to buy a ticket, Cam, what would it be? I, I guess I'm pretty simple. I just have to say 70s and 80s. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I yeah, I mean nothing outrageous, not like the naked cruise we talked about a couple of months ago, but um <laughs> yeah, um yeah, just 70s and 80s live bands. That'd be fun. Pizza. Yeah. I'd be happy. <laughs> they uh they do a good job when it's a themed cruise like you're talking about where they they will get somebody like Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. Cool in the Gang or mm-hmm. Earth Wind and Fire and they they perform on the cruise that's got to be a lot of fun dave love that. would yours be uh sports related or gambling or what what would interest you the most Ooh, either one would be good i've never also <laughs> i've also never been on a cruise but i and some people say that i would be bored some people say you would love it um but yeah if they had like a like an nfl hall of fame type cruise where you could meet like hall of famers that would be cool or um or like a gambling cruise like almost if they took like the world series of poker and like put it on like a cruise for like a week the funny thing about that though with a lot of those uh, (laughs) gambling kind of things it wouldn't matter because no one would leave the table so you doesn't matter that you're on a (laughs) boat right (laughs) you you could be anywhere right Uh, 
because uh, the you know there's no clocks it just right. people play, play I, I remember uh i remember back in the day i used to go uh to canada and there was a casino that was in an old submarine that was oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah do you remember that cool. it was like you, you go over the blue water bridge and it was right there so yeah. so i guess technically maybe sort of i kind of was on i don't know can you can does that count yeah no, I think okay. the idea behind a cruise is that it's several days. Uh, oh, okay. You, you well, know, you, we uh, might you, you stop at ports along the uh, way. I mean, I spent several mm-hmm. hours at that place. So. <laughs> okay. Well, the reason I bring this up is there is another cruise announced, and you got to give them credit, whether you like like it or not. Uh, when people come up with great ideas, you just got to applaud it. Hallmark Channel is announcing their first ever Christmas cruise. So if you're like me and you're a big fan of the Hallmark Christmas movies, oh and uh, it's, about, it's about time we got into those. Usually midsummer, all the Hallmark freaks start watching the <laughs> uh, the countdown to Christmas. But they've announced they're doing a Christmas cruise, first time ever. And uh, the big thing, of course, will be all of the actors who are in the little Hallmark movies, because quite often they use the same stable of actors the same girl same plot same right. guy <laughs> it's almost the same uh with every one of them but uh if you're a fan like i am this is going to be huge and they're going to do it in november and then of course in addition to meeting all your favorite stars they'll have little things like a christmas cookie contest an ugly sweater <laughs> thing uh wine tastings cam that might be fun okay all right christmas karaoke little play on words there uh but getting a chance to meet your favorite actors from the holiday movies will be the big draw and this will make them a fortune i mean the hallmark i I think if i i jump jump overboard if i were forced (laughs) to go on that cruise really oh i'd go out of my mind now honestly have you ever watched a hallmark christmas movie maybe years ago but it's always the same so it's like if you've seen one you've seen them all (laughs) (laughs) yeah there is kind of a theme going but i i know that people uh love them and they they can't wait for the new ones you know they what they do is they they start showing the older ones in kind Mm -hmm. of a rotation and if you've been a fan of the hallmark movies you can't wait for uh like my favorite royal christmas starring National treasure Lacey Chambert. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she's my favorite. Uh, one of those situations <laughs> where a uh, young girl, single, who uh, works at her father's tailor shop, has a chance encounter with a prince of a European country. And of course. <laughs> they fall in love, but he doesn't tell her that he's a prince. And then they uh, they get engaged, and then he says, well, by the way, I'm the prince of Moldavia or whatever. And uh, they go back home, and, of course, his mother, the queen, disapproves, and she has to win over the hearts and minds of all the people in the castle. And at the end, they kiss. So uh, how can you lose? So, Oh, man, I would rather... Stick a fork in my eye. <laughs> anyway, that's going to be huge. So if you start uh, seeing commercials for that, or if, if you're a Hallmark fan, I'm sure you're going to be hearing a lot about that. The big first ever Christmas cruise. Uh, I sent my wife and her mom on a, a soap opera cruise years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Days of Our Life 
Days of Our Lives cruise. Yeah. Was, uh, she was into that, and her mom liked it, too. And uh, they uh, they flew out of Florida somewhere, uh, or they got in a boat in, in Florida, so they took a flight down there, and then they took a short cruise, I think, down to the Bahamas. Um, and she said there were a lot of stars from the soap on the ship. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know the way soap fans are. Everybody assumes that all of the actors really are the people they are on the show. Right. <laughs> like the big, right. the big villain on that show was a guy named yeah, Stefano. Yeah. Right. Stefano right. Demira. That's right. Stefano Demira. So, you know, when he's walking around, all the ladies, of course, uh, you know, would just follow him around. <laughs> you know, to Give the- him the side eye. <laughs> well, they give him the side eye, but also he was very, uh, you know, enchanting mesmerized yeah, uh, yeah. so, <laughs> kind of like stepping up take me back away in the day. yeah yeah exactly i would have loved to go on that cruise I, you I'm, big... I'm a huge was was back then not now mm-hmm. but i yeah. loved it my mom and i used to watch it when i'd get home from school <laughs> yeah it was on forever mm-hmm. um and you know deidre hall who was the uh the top female star on that show she still posts mm-hmm. on facebook she looks exactly the same exactly she yeah. is stunning she hasn't <laughs> aged a bit quite remarkable and I, she's got to be 80 so i think uh, so yeah yeah it all depends on what you're into and uh i think this all kind of started when uh they were doing the fantasy camps where you could go and play baseball with uh some of the you know, famous New York Yankees, or uh, I don't know if they ever did a Tiger fantasy camp, but uh, that would be fun. Yeah, they do Tiger mm-hmm. fantasy camps. Very do cool. they? Uh-huh. <laughs> People yeah. like uh, retired players like yeah. Gibby and. Uh, Very cool uh, to go do Tiger fantasy camp. They do it uh, down in, um, they do it in Lakeland, and they also do it okay. here in uh, Detroit, too. And um, it's very cool. You get the official uniform, and it's a lot of fun. That would be fun. I would I would be into that. Or uh, if they had a Red Wings fantasy camp, that would be uh, be the ultimate. All right, 828. Hope you're doing well here this morning. It is the Great Michigan Weekend. We have uh, tickets to give away today. Donnie Osmond, still performing, still in concert, <laughs> and still a huge star. He I know. Would, the, the ladies love Donnie Osmond. And also uh, something happening here in our area that we look forward to every year. The State Street Art Fair is coming to town. We're going to be talking about that. And also we will announce our Hero of the Week with Hungry Howies. All that and a lot more coming up when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Saturday morning, the Great Michigan Weekend. Jim Harper, Cam Carmen, Dave Rieger, the whole gang here on your Saturday morning. It's 834, and uh, we always talk about things going on around the state. Just want you to know, in case you were wondering, yes, it's back. The giant slide on Belle Isle Isle reopens for a limited time. (laughs) Only in Detroit would would we bring back the giant slide. That is so weird to me. I, I, I mean, I used to love those slides when I was a kid, but yeah. isn't that made out of metal? Yeah, it is. Like we used to slide down plastic. I mean, yeah, I think they use kind of a rug, like a small throw rug, or uh, yeah, you know what you might put in front of a table. Um, yeah, and maybe blankets. We we watch kids come down and they'd be on blankets. Um, mm-hmm. But they say the giant slide is opening for the final weeks 
summer. And if you're into it, they've made adjustments to make it a little safer because kids were bouncing all over the place. But uh, they say uh, next to the giant slide, they have something called Kids Row Playground. So they've got other things besides the slide. And uh, they say both are open on the weekends, free admission. Belle Isle is a Michigan State Park, of course. So if you have a vehicle pass when you get your uh, tabs, uh, that'll work out nice for you. So look for it on a newscast near you sometime soon because they'll be all over this. <laughs> you know, that that story when the kids were bouncing um, all around, they, that made national news. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> when they had those problems and, you know, the video with those kids like... <laughs> There, there was a rap song. We'll have to dig that up too. There was a rap song uh that a local guy did called the Giant. Oh yeah. Slide. I do, remember? I do remember. Uh-huh. It's like falling off a roof. You could lose a tooth. You know, it was uh <laughs> <laughs> it was a really cool song. I'll have to dig that up. All right. Uh other things happening around the state that perhaps uh aren't as um uh terrifying for little kids bouncing up and down on the giant slide uh, something we all know and love and that is the art fair out in ann arbor and with us on the line francis todoro hargreaves the executive director of the state street district here to talk about this year's art fair good morning good morning thanks for having me yes we'd love to hear what's new what's exciting what can be expected we know you always bring back the good stuff uh, every year, but um, perhaps this year there's some some new items for the Ann Arbor Art Fair. What's going on? So yeah, we have um, quite a few exciting things uh, in the State Street Art Fair, the William Street Stage. Um, we have had it in the past, but we have a new partnership there. So that stage is going to be programmed from two uh, to eight at night with local. Um, local talent and bands, so we're excited about that. And also alongside of it, we will have two 20 by 20 uh, murals outlined in the street for kids to come and color in. So it's our color block activity there. So that's all new in the on the William Street in the street um, State Street Art Fair. So how many, Francis, how many artists will be participating? Because I know it's a huge event. It is a huge event, and we have around 900 artists this year. Wow. And it is, it's going to be a, a big day for a long walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, can you uh, maybe give us some insider tips on where to park? For those of us who don't know Ann Arbor that well, we might go to the art fair every year. But, uh, you know, getting around town is a, is a little uh, dicey for those of us who don't go there on a regular basis. Are there, uh, I know there's plenty of parking, but can you give us some advice? Sure. Um, first is if you don't want to have to drive into downtown, we do have a shuttle. One is at um, Briarwood Mall and the other is at Huron High School, so both north and south of downtown. And we are partnered with National Trails, so you can go to those locations and take a shuttle bus into um, into downtown and start the fair there and then take the shuttle bus back. And then if you do want to drive downtown, you can um, take any of our major roads, whether it be, you know, Ann Arbor, Saline, 14, um, State Street, and they'll lead you to our downtown where you can then hit our parking structures. Um, the parking structures are $18 um, earlier in the day, and then the price goes down um, later in the evening. 
but that's all day parking. And we have some that you can start in Main Street and start at the summer art fair and walk your way through. And then if you get to the end of the fair and you're like, I do not want to do that walk back, we do have <laughs> May Mobility that is running our art go round. So you can take one of their um, autonomous vehicles and get in and it'll take you right back um, to where your parking structure is. Do you guys have plan B in case it's it's raining and storming? I mean, it's such a huge event. I can't imagine mm-hmm. they'd call it off. And we, we do. We, um, depending on the time of day and the, and the storm that it is. So if it's a very, very severe storm coming in, we will shut down. Um, the mm-hmm. artists will secure their booths. And then, again, depending on the day, if it's earlier, we'll wait for the storm to pass and we'll reopen. Okay. Um, a couple a couple of years ago, we had a steady light rain, and we were open all day. Um, and the artists that did stay open, they they did wonderfully because it was a nice cool day. It was just a slow rain, and the people that were here had a really good time. It's amazing art fairs, uh, no matter where they are around the state of Michigan. People just love to go. It's the kind of thing where mm-hmm. you wake up on Saturday. Hey, don't forget today's the art fair. Uh, the Ann Arbor Art Fair, of course, is uh, mm-hmm. the granddaddy of them all. Uh, do you find, uh, Francis, that this kind of event that tends to lean towards spending time with family or friends uh, has meant more in the last couple of years? You know, there's so much going on that, that takes us away from each other and in terms of physical contact and hanging out with other human beings, you know, with the web and mm-hmm. everything. Do you find that this is a is a nice kind of a retro approach to you know just there's there's nothing like a state fair or a city gathering yep. and the Ann Arbor Art Fair is like the the king of all those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are hearing more from folks who are saying, "Hey, I haven't been here in ten years. I've forgotten what a great time it is," and they're coming back and they are meeting friends. Because you're able to say now, hey, I'll meet you at Connor O'Neill's on Main Street or at Knights on Liberty or at Pizza House on South U and Church. And you really are seeing those folks that are saying, let's go back downtown and see all of those things that we haven't seen in a while. And the other side of it is people are really enjoying seeing the artists that they see every year. Um, we at State Street have a staff that comes back every year just for art fair, our site managers and everybody. And that's exactly what they say. Oh, I can't wait to see what such and such is bringing this year. And so it, it definitely has meant a lot since the pandemic. Francis, are you expecting larger crowds? I mean, like what, give me a number that you can <laughs> think like compared to last year. <laughs> I, I have to say that I'm expecting um, where we were last year or higher and the reason I say that is because, you know, as long as we don't, we don't have rain, we've had rain leaning up to the event. So people will want an opportunity to get out and do something. But we really look to get 250,000 to 350,000 mm. people there over the three days. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is so great. And it, it's amazing. Like you say, uh, I know because my wife is a, a fan of uh, a particular artist and we would go to a, an art fair up at Petoskey and she would look for his booth every year mm-hmm. to see you know, what new items or, or she would, in fact, she started a collection. And I know a lot of people do that at the Ann Arbor. Art fair. 
and they go back looking for the same artist uh, yep. to add to their collection. But other cool things, too. I love this. Uh, Mark Lincoln Braun is a guy who's been playing the piano at the art fair for 40 years. Oh and he, he's going to be back this year, right? Yes, he will be. That's Mr. B, and he will be at the um, the uh, Street Art Fair, the original, over on Ingalls Mall, and he has his own little booth, and he does his thing all day long, and people love it. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. It says on my calendar here, things kick off this Thursday, right? Yes, absolutely. 10 a.m. Okay. That's wonderful. Goes- does it go through Sunday or does it stop on Saturday? It stops Saturday night at 8 p.m. Um, okay. But if you're in town or nearby or you do want to stay over somewhere, um, the Main Street area is still closed on Sundays. So you still have a great opportunity to spend time in Ann Arbor on Sunday. Sounds like a great weekend and a great uh, several days starting with Thursday. And, and your uh, website so people can check it out? is theannarborartfair.com, and you'll find all the artists on there. All right. Thank you, Francis. Good luck to you. We'll be keeping our fingers crossed and saying prayers for a really nice weather weekend, and uh, all the best to you. Continued success. Great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Our pleasure. 844. We're going to take a break and come back and do a little trivia, give away some tickets to see the great Donny Osmond in concert. (laughs) Uh, So stand by for that. And some other fun things, too, on today's program. And I want to remind you, we're also doing this Heroes Contest with Hungry Howies, where we're asking you to write us and tell us about a person in your life who has done something heroic. It could be maybe your kids uh, finally coming together and doing something around the house that you've been bugging them to, to get done. Or it could be a neighbor who helped you out when you were sick with COVID. It could be anything. Just write us and tell us that Hero at wjr.com and we pick a winner every saturday and that person and the person that uh, you uh, that did the nominating will each get a couple of large pizzas from hungry howies with one topping and i'll tell you if, if i was a winner i would be getting this pepperoni pizza they've got called the 73 classic in honor of hungry howies 50 years of flavor the 73 classic features 73 slices of classic cupped pepperoni on top of that pie if you're if you're a pepperoni freak like i am this is heaven and it's only 9.99 which i find amazing so if you've got friends coming over or the kids are having a little party or uh graduation or some kind of fun thing this summer don't forget hungry howies and the new 73 classic howies didn't really invent the wheel or try to reinvent it they just covered that wheel with a heaping helping of pepperoni so try the 73 classic for a limited time carry out only from hungry howies there are many things happening and art fairs seem to be the big theme for the next couple of weekends berkeley street art fair festival is going on the wyandotte art fair is this weekend There's the Blissfield River Raisin Festival, and there's a Warrior Appreciation Rally uh, being put on by the Veterans Appreciation Education Group. You can find information at myheroes.org, M-I-heroes.org, and it sounds like a great family celebration with free lunch, entertainment, 
uh, different displays of vehicles and resource booths so that vets and first responders can get information about programs that might help them out. Warrior Appreciation Rally coming up on the 22nd. All right, uh, let's do a little trivia here, give you a chance to win tickets to see Donny Osmond in concert at Detroit's Fox Theater Thursday, July 25th, prize valued at 99 bucks. And if you want to buy tickets, you can get them at 313presents.com. The Fox Theater box office and all Ticketmaster locations, our rules are at wjr.com. A good question for you, a good Motor City question. We all know 8 Mile Road, kind of, um, you know, a classic Mm -hmm. destination when you're trying to give directions to somebody. Well, it's north of 8 Mile. Or, uh, you know, go to 8 Mile, turn right, and uh, go down mm-hmm. to, you know, whatever. So what are the other two names for 8 Mile Road? What are the other hmm. two names? I only eight, know one. For 8 Mile Road. If you think you know, call us at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. Give us the other two names for 8 Mile Road. First person to do so will win tickets for Donny Osmond in concert. All right. Uh, we wanted to talk about movies a little later on. We'll get into streaming and the red carpet report. But Cam has been talking about this all week long, and, and we want to get it here on the show a little bit. There's an awful lot of hype over the Barbie movie. What in the H is with all the hype? I don't get it. I, I really need some guidance here. Uh, am I miss? What am I missing? There's I don't like think- marketing and and partnerships with the Gap and Forever Twenty One and Bloomingdale's and Barbie luggage, and and everywhere you look, it's pink. Mm-hmm. And I just I just need I need some clarification as to why there is so much hoopla over this thing. Well, we are knee deep in the hoopla, and. Uh- <laughs> I think it's be, it's just a great example of all-American hype and promotion and marketing and PR. It, it's funny. When you think about this movie being the center of all this, this what you're talking about, all this hype and, mm-hmm. and uh, all the partnerships and all the stories that are coming out, uh, you just got to remember when the movie was being shot, Margot Robbie, who plays Barbie, was quoted mm-hmm. as saying, I'll be amazed if this movie ever gets finished. Right. <laughs> so there wasn't a lot of faith in this. It seemed like a kind of a goofy idea. And and uh, even though Barbie is still a popular toy, I guess, for kids, it's not the kind of thing that you would think would be huge. But if you start piling in partners, and it, the more you talk about it being huge, I think, mm-hmm. you know, the the more the hype gets people excited about it. Uh, Lynn was telling me, she read a story that said, you know, the big thing is Barbie is opening the same weekend as the movie Oppenheimer. Mm, Yeah. All right. So two movies that couldn't be more diametrically opposed in terms of content, (laughs) but what they're going to be doing in some theaters is if you buy tickets for one of those two, you'll get a ticket for the other film. Oh, okay. Okay. So I don't know if that's to stretch out the uh, the sales or to get more people in into the seats, 
but uh you're right the hype is just off the hook and and tv and the web are helping a great deal Oh, sure. And I don't remember in my lifetime anything being this big about a movie opening. I read something from a U of M professor that said it it could be a Hail Mary on Mattel's part because sales have, you know, kind of declined with Barbie and the the perfect image of Barbie isn't as popular as it once was. That's right. Um, But so I don't know. But I just, you know, there's a Cold Stone Creamery is selling Barbie-inspired treats, including <laughs> <laughs> the All That Glitters is Pink ice cream dish. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's, everybody's piling on. And it, I think what you just said, a Hail Mary from Mattel, makes a lot of sense. And don't forget the old adage, uh, the the bigger the hype, the more people are liable to believe it. Uh and one thing that it's also creeping into this conversation is people are saying, oh, well, you know what? If it's bad, that'll be good because we'll we'll go and it'll be kind of a hate watch thing. Well, we're going to make fun of it or it'll be kind of campy. So they're they're setting it up so it can't lose. But, you know, as well as I do, it'll it'll all come down to that first weekend. Who buys tickets yeah. and uh, and the actual reviews once people have had a chance to see it. But, right. I, yeah. You know, I remember with uh, when Dumb and Dumber was coming out, yeah. I'm like, there is no way in the world this movie's going to make it <laughs> and I will never see it. And once I saw it, I loved it. Yeah, it was so bad. It was great. It could be one of those. Well, we'll see on that. In the meantime, Lola from Bloomfield Hills knew that Eight Mile Road is also known as Baseline and Vernier. Yeah, ah, a new baseline. Okay. Yeah, burn your highway. So congratulations. Lola's going to see Donnie, and we're going to take a break for news. We'll be back with our number two of the Great Michigan Weekend in just a minute here on WJR. Hey, welcome back, everybody. You realize we're like halfway through summer? Uh, just, just occurred to me. Makes me cry. And, of course, if you believe the uh, weather people on TV... We're halfway through summer and the world is on fire because uh, <laughs> temperatures are warm. Uh, I'd just like to remind everybody that uh, it is summer and it does get hot. Okay. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, lots of things going on. The Scrap Fest. Think about this. The Scrap Fest is an art festival in Lansing where they focus on upcycled and repurposed items that are turned into artwork. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah, scrap metal, scrap wood, and somebody makes something kind of cool with it. There's also the Upheaval Music Festival in Grand Rapids. <laughs> the Cass River Living History Encampment is going on at Frankenmuth. And I know Cam's going to have to to leave uh, the show and immediately head over to Ionia because it's the Monster Truck Throwdown. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're... You're going to be there in a tank top and uh, right. cowboy boots <laughs> and cowboy boots and kick off the first throwdown between the monster trucks. Oh, man, uh. <laughs> uh, years ago, years ago, uh, I was asked to be a celebrity contestant in uh, the Detroit Demolition Derby. Oh, Remember no Demolition way. Derbies? Uh huh. Or- Cars would just go at each other and slam into. There was no talent involved in this. Just cars. There was like ten cars 
on the left, 10 cars on the right. You know, they'd fire a starter's pistol and you would just drive at each other. It was insane. That uh, is, that's pure talent, pure, pure entertainment. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and uh, all I remember is, that, I think it was at um, Joe Lewis. And what struck me is the weirdest was, man, that's a lot of exhaust fumes for an indoor right for an indoor arena <laughs> yeah. but uh always fun things going on around the state and we will list those for you and our producer dave rieger has a review for us we'll try to find time for it here if not we'll do it a little bit later on dave actually saw mission impossible the new tom cruise movie and uh, we're dying to hear what that really uh played like so let's get into sports here with dave and then if we have time he can give us his review all right, first we'll start off the with the Detroit Tigers. They were in Seattle last night. They got the second half second half of the season off with a good start with a nice 5-4 win over the Mariners. All the Tigers' runs came via the long ball, Jim. Kerry Carpenter, Akil Badu, Nick Maton, they all went deep to help the Tigers. They're now 40-50, and 50, 10 games under five hundred. but here's the good news. Still only five games out of first place in the AL Central. And we're just starting the second half of the season. Tigers will try to make it two in a row tonight against Seattle, game time at 940. Moving over to college football, Phil Steele's annual college football preview came out, and Michigan comes in at number three. The Wolverines are coming off back-to-back Big Ten championships and back-to-back appearances in the college football playoff. So the reasoning that was given for the number three rating is a lot of returning starters. So they're looking for the maize and blue to be good this year. Moving over to the NBA, Pistons, they beat the Spurs yesterday in summer league play, 79-73. Detroit's first-round pick, Asur Thompson, had a double-double, finished with 18 points and 14 rebounds. So he's looking good so far in the summer league games. And moving over to the PGA, we're watching this live, the Scottish Open. We've got two players uh, uh, still on the course that are through 17 holes here um, in the third round. Roy McIlroy at minus 13, Tom King, Tom Kim at minus 12, and they lead Tommy Fleetwood and Brian Harmon, both at minus 11. Tommy Fleetwood, he shot a 63 today. He's minus 7 uh, for the day, uh, minus 11 for the tournament. He moved up 26 spots in one round wow. to third place. And also uh, on television, the Wimbledon women's uh, finale, um, the final is just starting also, so a lot of uh, sports going on live right now. The Scottish Open, Wimbledon. So you can watch those okay. this morning. All right. If it's a rainy day, that might be a good alternative. Now, Dave had the pleasure of going to a sneak preview of the new Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. And uh, we've been uh, dying to hear this. It was a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, but Dave was sworn to secrecy. But now he can tell us. His official review. What did you think, buddy? Oh, it was really good. I mean, uh, you know, um, you had, you and I were talking before, and, um, you know, Paul W. also had the same thought that you had, which is it seems that Tom Cruise is single-handedly saving Hollywood. It oh, started yeah. like it started with Top Gun Maverick, uh, bringing people back to the theaters out of the pandemic. Yeah. And now you have Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So this is a two-parter. And it's not really a cliffhanger. You know that there's going to be a part two at the end of this movie. But he's 60 years old. He does his own stunts. There is a train scene, which is unbelievable. And then I'm sure everybody has seen on television 
the motorcycle scene where he's jumping off the mm-hmm. cliff. I mean, it's yeah. it's incredible. And the yeah, you know the story I know the the storyline is they're looking for this key that has two parts that was found on this submarine and there's uh, a, a artificial intelligence and of course you know his team they're deep undercover and if they get caught nobody's gonna know who they are you know nobody's gonna come to help them right uh, but it's uh this franchise has been going on since. I mean, I'm trying to look and see when the first one. It was like in the 90s when the first. It was in the 90s when the yeah. first Mission Impossible came out. So this right. franchise is going on like you know 30 years. Oh, longer than that if you consider, and this is a little before your time, that it started as a TV show. Peter Graves, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Peter was, Graves, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was a great TV show. That was one of those uh, <laughs> back in the old days. When uh, the family would watch TV together a couple nights a week, that was a big family night. I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, but uh, so the, man, the original the original Mission Impossible came out in 1996. So the movie, the movie, correct? The, right. the original movie, right? Okay, I mean, it's, it's just it's, it's it's great. I mean, no matter what you think of Tom Cruise personally, I was going. I made a list the other day. Of all my all my favorite Tom Cruise movies, and it was an extensive list. Even yeah. some movies that necess- that not everybody might have liked, but that I personally like. But like I mean, Cocktail, Cocktail, I love Cocktail. What a great loved, movie! I love Cocktail. Cocktail is <laughs> great. Rain Man. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Uh, Jerry Maguire. A few Good Men. Um, obviously, Top Gun. Obviously, Risky Business. I mean, uh, even even yeah. interview with the vampire. I mean, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, he's just every he's 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 in every he's great. Even it even even I too. even eyes wide shut, which was a little weird, but very you know, weird, but still good. Very, mm-hmm. very weird movie, but uh, you know, it, it, it's hard not to to watch. And he he's there's just something about him. It must be his commitment. I mean, I I love the story when uh, they they were getting ready to release Top Gun uh last year and and they said well we were pitching tom cruise on doing a sequel the minute the first top gun was finished so for 20 years they were saying hey we got a script you think you might like and he would read it and say nope not good enough just kept going on and on and on and you know you got to admire somebody in any field uh but in this case in the motion picture world who says i'm not going to do the same thing just because I know people will watch it. It's got to be better than the last thing I did. I, you know, I'm glad he waited. It was great. I loved it. I can only think of one movie really that he's in that I just really hate. And that would be Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky was another weird one. Yeah. Yeah, That was the only one where he's like out on the street. He's yelling tech support. This is weird, weird, weird weird movie. But, (laughs) um, but most of the stuff that he does, and people will love this, and I can't wait for part two to come out. And with the writer's strike, I hope they have most of it written already because uh, with this writer's and actor's strike, we're going to be in trouble uh, with movies. Jim, I don't know. What are we going to do? We're going to be just watching reality TV? Well, what well, are we going to do, Jim? Well, I I don't know. I think, um, first of all, they've got a, a lot of content, I think, that hasn't been released 
So they'll probably right. just uh, right. work on that. And it's, I don't think this will be a long strike. Yeah. At some point down the road, though, you would think that it's going to it's going to hurt at some point. They're going to run into some problems. Could be. But, uh, you know, money always rules. So if it gets to the point where it's impacting the bottom line, uh, they'll come to some settlement. Also, I, I honestly don't think the public has much empathy for uh, Hollywood people on strike. I know that, you know, the, the truth is the people that are striking, 75% of them are just middle-class working people like us. Exactly. Right. You know, it's, it's not big movie stars. Right. Um, right. But still, Hollywood, uh, the idea of seeing a, a picket line with uh, <laughs> Hollywood stars walking with a sign. I, I saw I saw Mandy Patikin, uh, but, yeah. uh, uh on TikTok uh, being interviewed, and uh, obviously uh, it was just kind of funny seeing him with the sign out there. But yeah. – um, uh, the the studio execs, they got to be thinking to themselves that we're losing money too. Obviously, I mean, yeah. so they need to come to uh, some kind of uh, you know com- conclusion to this. You know, it's just well, I, one I, of their concerns, one of, one of the reasons they're on strike is they want to get something built into the contracts that will allow. And this is kind of scary. We're all in this spot. Allow for compensation for them. In with the current trend toward artificial intelligence, yeah, that's a big thing, mm-hmm. right? They're worried yeah. that that's going to put them out of work, so mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes. All right, two thumbs up from Dave on the new Mission Impossible. Coming up next, uh, this should be fun. We've got more tickets for Donnie Osmond, of course. Uh, we'll tell you more about things going on around the state, but uh, I've got a story here about another problem for people like Dave and Cam who are single. Uh, trouble in dating worlds, and it has to do with a very, very simple device. I'll explain what that's all about coming up when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Many things going on around the state, despite the kind of wet weather. We've got the Detroit Central Farmers Market going on in Greenfield Village. Kid Rock is doing his No Snowflake Summer Concert. No snowflakes allowed <laughs> at Little Caesars Arena. And Ed Sheeran's at Ford Field. And you had the word on something that sounds fun, right? Yeah, the Fiesta Italiana. All right. Uh, opens at noon today, Freedom Hill, Sterling Heights. Uh, it's going to be great pot bocce ball tournaments and a cannoli eating contest. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and uh, our pal Simone Vitale uh, and his band playing tomorrow at 3.15. They are really good. They are so good, and they've been around forever. They have. They played at one of my weddings. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I remember. They were great at that wedding. Really, really good. I remember they did uh, that Beyonce song. I can't remember the name of it. It's the one with the horns. Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of it. But, man, they just really rocked the house. So. They've been, yeah, a mainstay. They're they're super great. So wow, cannoli eating contest. I could do some damage <laughs> on that because uh, really, too. The crust is light and fluffy. Yes, and, and that cream. Oh, I yeah. I was at a a store, uh, in Florida, that was an Italian market, and in in the like section where they keep the the uh, milk mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the uh, different things, dairy products. You could actually buy a container, like cottage cheese size container. Yeah. And it was filled with cannoli cream. 
<laughs> cannoli. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. That's great. So I don't know if that was because some people wanted to make their own, or somebody just wanted a spoon. Yes, <laughs> and a napkin. <laughs> but right, just, like yeah. peanut butter. Yeah, looks good. <laughs> All right, uh, there's a new trend going on that is not good, especially in my opinion, regarding dating and uh, single people trying to just find somebody to spend time with. And it's the fact that we have become so adverse to conflict that no one wants to talk person to person anymore. And no one even wants to talk on the phone anymore. Absolutely. (laughs) We are in such a state. And I think this started back in the eighties and nineties when uh, our generation was having kids and, and we were trying to protect them from bad things. And, you know, everybody gets an award and, you know, everybody's a winner and that special feeling that we were trying to instill in young people. Well, I think it's kind of gone off the rails and it might be a a bit of a backlash because we can't face any kind of conflict. So if you're in a relationship where you're trying to start one, we can't even talk on the phone anymore. Texting has replaced conversations and the younger you are, the more this is a problem. There is new information and research that shows only one in 10 Generation Z people will mm-hmm. even talk on the phone about anything. I cannot get my children to talk on the phone no matter what. I don't like it either. I'm more of a texter. But those kids will not pick up when I call. Or they'll just say, what? What is it? What do you want? Yeah, they they want to keep it short. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's funny. It's I remember when texting first started Mm -hmm. uh, back before the iPhone came out, when it was not easy to text on a flip phone. You know, oh, it was was terrible. It was like A B C, (laughs) A B C. You had to go go through a lot to get to get a simple (laughs) text going. And then, of course, yep. uh, with the iPhone, it became much easier. But even when 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 it first came out and it was easier on an iPhone, I, I remember my own personal feeling was, why would I want to send a text? You know, except <laughs> when the, I could just call them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it it's a it's a fun thing to play with. But why would I want to do that? Well, I'll just call somebody. And then over the years, it's become easier. And now, you know what it's like if if I want you to know something, but I don't want to bother and take the time to actually speak with you. I will Mm -hmm. text you, you know, (laughs) instead of calling you and saying, Hey, uh, can we have a meeting tomorrow at two o'clock? I will just text it. And you know, Mm -hmm. this happens too. And I'm guilty of this as well. If, if I text somebody and they turn around and call me, I'm like, Oh, Oh, you're doomed. (laughs) I know. Text oh, me back. Like... If I t- if I send you a text, I if you want to respond, I would expect a, a text in response. Text. But yeah. some people will say, "Well, I called because it's easier, or I'm driving, or you know, right, or right." For some people, it, to to get into it, it's uh, texting is not a good device. Texting, I think, in its ideal form, is best for quick one two sentence messages. Yeah, um, a friend of mine. We text every day, so on the the you know off occasion, I have to actually call her. She'll say, "What's wrong? What's wrong? You never call, <laughs> like yeah. you always text." Yeah, so it's become so 
you know, just obsolete now. Right. Well, back on the subject of dating, the oh, big yeah, problem. Yeah. Sorry, I digress. No, I, I got us off track originally. Uh, the, the biggest problem is when people are not necessarily feeling the romance. They're not yeah. necessarily feeling a love connection. Uh, they are saying 90% of the time they will let somebody down with a text. They won't mm. even call to say, I don't want to see you anymore, or I don't think we right. should we should be dating. In fact, phone calls are right up there now with the big three biggest fears young people have. Remember when we really? were growing up, the biggest fear was uh, public speaking. Oh, right? yeah. For me was, still. <laughs> that was always number one. In fact, public speaking was was number one and fear of death was number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as Jerry Seinfeld once said, that means you would rather be dead than have to speak at a funeral. <laughs> I completely agree with that. I, yeah. I, that's my biggest fear. Public ever. speaking. Yes. And people, people always say to me like, well, you were in front of a camera for, you know, 30 years. And I said, that is completely different. I get cold sweat. I, I like a, stumble over my words i get so nervous i hate it yeah i'm not a big fan of uh public speaking either and a lot of people will say the same thing well geez you know you've been doing radio and a little bit of tv Mm -hmm. but it is different uh it's it's quite a bit different when when Mm -hmm. when you're in a big crowd and you know your uh, fear of rejection just kind of takes over and you (laughs) you start shaking Mm -hmm. uh everybody can relate to that but the idea of uh being on the phone and actually communicating with somebody and hearing their <laughs> voice and they hear yours. Apparently we have just worked our way out of that as a culture, which is not good. Yikes. No. And even, even as like, um, if you're dating and you, you want to just do FaceTime, I don't, I won't even do that. Like I'm, I look terrible on FaceTime calls and I'm like, Everybody if I'm does. setting up, a, I know if I'm setting up a date, no, it's, it's gotta be in person, but yeah, I could see that. I, and uh, a FaceTime thing, are you, are you talking about just a conversation or spending some time with somebody? Or like, you know, like if you're just sort of texting, you've just met somebody online or whatever, mm-hmm. and you start texting and then you get to the point where it's time for a, a meet a meet to meet on FaceTime, I still get so nervous. Like I'd just rather meet in person. People actually do that? Like let's have a FaceTime yeah, Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, not a date, but like to meet someone. It, oh. You know, you start talking, whether it's on the phone, and then you actually, before you go on a date, you see what each other looks like in real life or really? FaceTime life. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that would be kind of uh, anxiety producing because you'd totally, be worried about yeah. how you look on, on your FaceTime camera. Right. Which I look awful. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I do. You really don't, but I, I don't think anybody feels that it's very flattering. No, I mean, that, right. you know, that's why they sell those lights, you know, those, yeah, and, the ring lights. <laughs> I've tried to use those. They make, make me look even worse. You know, I look, <laughs> me like, too. A, I look like a fat vampire. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that's the whole point. I don't know what we can possibly do about it, but the phone has not turned out to be yeah. our friend in the long run. Cause we're, we're losing that human contact and that human touch. Yep. That's never a good thing. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, coming up, we do have more tickets for Donny Osmond to give away. Uh, and we're going to talk about our Hero of the Week from Hungry Howie's. Next, 
when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. I want to get a word in here about Hungry Howie's Pizza. They have a pepperoni pizza lover's dream pie. I'm telling you, a large 73-slice pepperoni pizza. Now, think about that. Just try to eyeball that in your head. 73 slices of pepperoni on one pizza. That means that every bite, you're probably going to have four or five slices of pepperoni. Oh, And you know how when you get a pepperoni pie, uh, you know, you'll open the box and you'll, like, peel one off just to put it in your mouth. And you have to worry because it leaves a little space there. And you wonder, well, I don't want anybody to think I was picking at it. Well, with this pizza, you don't have to worry about it. 73 slices of delicious Hungry Howie's classic cup pepperoni. And the whole pie is only $9.99 for a large. That's a pretty good deal. So if you're having any kind of get-together this weekend or you just don't feel like cooking or you like to treat yourself on Saturday like we do, Get into it. The 73 Classic for a limited time only. Carry out only. $9.99 from the one and only Hungry Howie's Pizza. Hey, you've got George Thorogood and the Destroyers performing at the Music Hall. That's going to be a rocking <laughs> show. Downtown Rochester is having their sidewalk sale. And it's the 18th annual Kids Fishing Derby in Calumet. And speaking of the water... It's the Mackinac race this weekend, and our chief engineer, Ray Templin, is also a very accomplished sailor and is about to get on the boat for the Mackinac race. He's actually going to be in the race, and he's here to tell us how things are looking. Ray, how's the weather out there? It's a little damp, but everything is fine. The wind is uh, it's, it's a little light. But first off, I'm not the chief engineer. That's Keith. I'm his assistant. Oh, so, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I don't want to, like, I'm like going, okay. Um, but no, uh, we're about to shove off in like in about 15 minutes to go out to the starting line. And uh, uh, so everybody is, it, it was a buzzsaw. Everybody were kind of recovering from the storms that came yeah. through the, the last couple of nights uh, up here. There was logs, uh, big logs coming down the river here. And, wow. you know, yeah, so there was a lot of people. They were spending the night getting the logs out from in between the boats. Wow. So that was a nuisance. So, well, uh, how, so the wind right now and the, the storms have kind of calmed, so you're not too worried about the, the weather for the start of the race? No, but uh, uh, but the, uh, but our navigator, uh, who's also the guy who's in, in charge of doing the weather, we uh, we should be having a nice steady breeze coming out of the uh, uh, out of the southwest. So okay. that means it's going to be a nice ride. And we're going to be by that that the wind is at the back of the boat, right? Instead of instead of coming out of the north, and that makes for a long race. <laughs> yeah, it does. And uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you and say a prayer regarding safe weather because, uh, man, that I've heard some stories from some of you guys that uh, when it's bad, it, it uh, can really, it's like perfect storm, the movie. So uh, no, what's the name of the boat? Uh, well, the, the name of the boat is Titan. It's out of Bayview Yacht Club. And uh, um, in fact, the owner of, the boat here, he is going on his 50th Mackinac race. Wow. All right. And that's well, we'll called keep... the Golden Ram. All right. So, 
we'll keep an eye out and uh, we'll be monitoring the the race as it's in progress. Best of luck to you and stay safe, Ray. I will. All right. Uh, it's 940. Time to get into the red carpet report. There's so much going on in the world of showbiz. Cam, you want to start? Yeah, I will. Um, the Kevin Costner divorce getting uglier by the day. So his wife, Christine Baumgartner, she wants 250000 a month, a month to maintain her kid's lifestyle. Wow. And um, And she says he isn't doing Yellowstone anymore because he doesn't want her to get any of his money and then the next project yeah then that's what she said it's a he said she said the next project he's working on he is deferring his salary (laughs) for whatever reason and and she said you know that's why and then he says he can only afford 51,000 a month (laughs) so there's a big difference between 250 dollars a month Hundred fifty thousand and fifty one thousand. Well, I'll tell you, if what she's saying is true, that he's dropping out of Yellowstone so she doesn't get the money, that's mm-hmm. going to make fans really unhappy. Right, and you know who knows if it'll ever show, come right? out. Yeah. He is that show, right? Wow, right, boy, that's an ugly. And, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I it just it's like getting worse by the day. It like turn turning into like a Brad Pitt Angelina Jolie thing. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of Brad Pitt, uh, a lot of us are excited uh, that those of us who like car racing, Brad Pitt, we've been seeing clips and uh, pictures of him on the web. Uh, Trackside, he's in a new movie about Formula One racing. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's been hanging out at the British Grand Prix with all the big uh, racing stars, the real people like Lewis Hamilton, who drives for Mercedes and is an all-time champ. And they love Brad Pitt on the track. All those drivers, they just and he, you know, Brad Pitt. He looks the part when he's wearing totally. that track suit, that racing suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a, mm-hmm. in my mind, it, it kind of looks a lot like a remake of Steve McQueen's classic Le Mans movie. Yeah, I remember that movie. Right. You've been following Britney Spears and her ups and downs. <laughs> She's got her new memoir coming out. We should have you review that. Oh. Okay, called, if you insist, called, I will. The Woman in Me, and it's coming out in October. And uh, she says it's a tell-all, brave and astonishing, moving story of freedom, fame, motherhood, survival, and hope. Oh, brother. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother, I love that. Uh, I, this yeah, is- I, yeah, I find it hard to believe that she's going to make a meaningful memoir when she's so busy flipping her hair around. <laughs> uh, my favorite story of the week. This is a good one. Uh, Maury Povich. And apparently his wife, Connie Chung, Connie, is, yeah. is not happy about this. So she was telling him, don't do this, Maury. It's embarrassing. But somebody talked Maury Povich into actually selling a DNA test called the results are in. <laughs> You <laughs> so, are not the father. <laughs> exactly. The who's your daddy DNA test is going to be available. You'll be able to pick it up at Walmart or Walgreens. Oh and, my! And it'll probably have Mo- Maury's picture on the on the box. Uh, it's it's going to be sent off to a lab and come back to you very much like the TV show. Uh, Connie Chung is not amused. She's concerned people may come out of the woodwork if they buy this test and don't like the results, and that they might take it out on Maury. 
Right. Uh, As if the show wasn't bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we've talked about this a couple of times on the show, and it's apparently continuing. It's going to be a trend, I think, for a while until somebody gets very seriously injured. It happened again. Harry Styles, the latest to get hit mm-hmm. in the eye by a thrown object performing in Vienna. It's, it's getting out of, I mean, it's out of control, like the Barbie movie. <laughs> it's like growing legs. Yeah. Like, who who was doing this? Well, I think it has a lot to do with our culture. We're just, it's crumbling. It's, it, mm-hmm. you know, everybody is entitled to their feelings, no matter how weird they are. And everybody's special. And, and psychologists are saying the reason people are throwing things on stage is because of the attention that it, it gathers them. And also the artificial feeling that we know these people because of social media. So, yeah. The person who threw that phone that hit Harry Styles in the eye would probably have said, well, I, I feel like we're friends because I follow him and I know everything he's doing. But do you hit your fo- your friends in the face with a phone? <laughs> well, they, they would probably say, I didn't mean to hit him. I was tossing yeah, my phone on stage. It just seems like it's out of anger, you know, to me. Yeah. It's just like, what it, if you're going to the concert, you pretty much like the person you're going to see. Why would you, in <laughs> anger, <laughs> throw a phone? Well, I don't think it is an anger. That's the thing. It's like oh, I, okay. I I meant for him to pick up my phone, take a picture, and throw take it back. A picture. Or, or, yeah. Or, I didn't mean to but, hit you in the face with a bracelet. It was a gift, right? You know, right? Uh, right. Let's see. That's so weird. You talked about this last week, streaming now on Netflix, a new documentary that we have decided we are going to really want to make some time to watch, and that's on the eighty super band Wham. Yeah, I haven't. I still haven't watched it, but I, I can't wait. We yeah, might watch that looks, tonight. Yeah, I might it, too. It follows Andrew Ridgely and George Michael. They apparently were friends from like age twelve on. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. All right. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, let's see. There's a show on Amazon Prime called Jury Duty. My sister and uh, my brother-in-law are big on this this show, Jury Duty, uh, and it was done by the people who who did The Office. It's oh. it's a reality show hoax sitcom, and <laughs> it's it's kind of one of those shows that took off, you know, word of mouth, social media buzz, and uh, TikTok, mm-hmm. of course, helped this out. The premise is an ordinary guy who has no idea he's in a sitcom actually thinks he's serving on jury duty. So he gets a notice <laughs> in the mail saying, show up for jury duty. He shows up. And there are people there at an office, and he thinks he's being selected to be on a jury, but everybody involved is an actor. Oh, man. <laughs> that could go really well, or it could go poorly. <laughs> yeah, that's on Amazon Prime, if, if you're interested. And uh, right. the final news we have here, Elton John saying he's wrapping it up. He ended his final European tour last Saturday. He said, that's it. It's been my lifeblood to play for you guys, and you've been magnificent. And he claims this is it. But, of course, Elton has done that, what, six times? So. I know. Yeah, like Cher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm really retiring this time. <laughs> Buy those tickets, because this is the last chance to see me. Last comeback. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. We're going to salute our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week and continue with more on the Great Michigan Weekend in just a sec here on News Talk 760. WJR. Hey, a chance for you to win tickets to see Donny Osmond at the Fox Theater Tuesday, July 25th. Prize valued at 
nine bucks. You can buy your tickets at Ticketmaster Outlets, the uh, Fox Theater box office, and 313presents.com. The great Donny Osmond. Here's your trivia question. We talked earlier about Eight Mile. The other name for Eight Mile Road would be Baseline Road or Vernier. Here's another question for you that's kind of like that. What mile road is Hall Road or M59? What mile road is that? You've got eight mile, nine mile. What mile road is Hall Road or M59? If you know, 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. We were talking in the red carpet report. We didn't get a chance to uh, talk about the Emmys. Yeah. Lots right. of exciting news and that show Succession, man. That just uh, oh. 27 nominations. That's like incredible. And I know you love that show, right? Are you still watching it or are you no, it, done? Uh, it's concluded. We've watched it three times. Yeah. You, yeah, that's right. I I tried. I really tried with that one. So there's some there's been some other shows that I just would not get on board with until they won a million Emmys. And then I watched them, and I really loved them. So I may, I have to give Succession another try. Um, Ted yeah. Lasso, 21, 21 Emmy uh, nominations. And then I guess, you know, it's supposed to be like a showdown between Ted, The Bear, and Abbott Elementary, which I have not watched. The Bear? Yeah, it, yeah it's starring the cocaine that... bear, is it? No, <laughs> it's, it's um, starring one of the kids... Uh, from Shameless, okay, and it's been around for a while, and it's like I think it's a comedy, and I I keep trying to find it, and I think I I think I'll finally, but yeah, Succession, I just like well, I totally missed the boat on that. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try again. Well, yeah, you might have to get into it a little bit, maybe, like maybe watch two or three. You know how some shows are like that. Yeah, yeah, it takes right. a while. And then you, you kind of get hooked. Succession's really good, though. I mean, it's uh, the performances are just remarkable. And everybody nominated, uh, any one of them could win. I think they're all so equally talented. But, uh, yeah. yeah, well, that'll be interesting to see how that goes. I think a lot of people will watch this time around because those are all big shows. Yeah. Ted Lasso, big, big show. That's mm-hmm. also wrapped up. Succession's done. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso's mm-hmm. done. Uh, so, you know, maybe when a show's concluded... You want to see who wins. Right. Right. It's like when uh, Breaking Bad got all those Emmys. I never watched the show until, you know, the Emmys. And it's my one of my top three favorites of all yep. time. Yeah, we did the same thing. We didn't really watch it until after that. And then we got totally <laughs> hooked mm-hmm. and watched it more than once. Hey, Tom from Sterling Heights knew the answer to the question. What mile road is uh, M59 Hall Road? It's 20 mile road. If you oh. count up, I've never heard anybody <laughs> in my life say, hey, it's over on 20 Mile Road. I'll meet you there. <laughs> uh, but, but that is the answer. Tom is the winner of the Donny Osmond tickets. And speaking of goodies, we uh, want to acknowledge that our hero of the week this week, uh, and this is a good example of how simple this is. Write us and tell us about somebody in your life who's done something heroic. It could be something large or small. It could be something meaningful or just, you know, kind of nice. And we got a letter this week that says, I'd like to nominate my 14-year-old daughter, Cassidy. Uh, A few weeks ago, she did a cereal drive to help kids who might not get breakfast over the summer. That's incredible. School is out. She raised $4,690. 
19 servings of cereal. Oh, man. For kids wow. who might otherwise go without. And she's only 14. So Cassidy is mom's hero. And, and both mom mm. and Cassidy will each get some large pizzas from Hungry Howie's with one topping. And we'll get those out to you. And if you'd like to nominate somebody for Hero of the Week, it's simple. Just write us an email like that one. Simple couple lines was all it took for Cassidy mm -hmm. to be the winner. And you can write that anytime this week at Hero at WJR.com. That's Hero at WJR.com. So uh, a little bit of rain in the forecast today. Tomorrow should be a sunny day. What's uh, going on with you? Are you all good? Um, yeah, not doing much, just, uh, kind of hanging out. I think, you know, I never do much on the weekends because the weekdays are so crazy. That's how it goes though. When you're working, you know, you spend the weekend kind of recuperating, you know, every, everybody always on Monday, that's the, the first question on Monday morning. So how was your weekend? And yeah. it's almost like when, sometimes when you're driving into work on Monday, you say, I gotta think of a good story. I know. I do that all the time. Would you do come this up with something? Uh, not much. Because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be the person that keeps saying, "Uh, nothing." I just watched some TV. Uh, right, Netflix. You know, That's all I, I did. I ordered a pizza. You know, <laughs> you, you, you want right. to have a good story. So maybe that would be a a fun little book to to uh, to write up. We come up with some creative. Monday morning answers for the question, how was your yeah. weekend? Yeah, well, <laughs> I went I went shark fishing. And <laughs> <laughs> I had a fist fight with a bear. Yeah. You know, things like that. <laughs> All right, if you're looking for fun things to do around the state, classic and cool car show going on in Lansing this weekend. Oddities and Curiosities, the Expo at the Suburban Collection in Novi. And it's View Fest happening today at the Detroit Zoo. You can walk around and celebrate mental health and enjoy the zoo this weekend. Whatever you do, uh, good luck to you with the Powerball. Hope you win that. Mm -hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be a fun answer to the question, what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> I, I won, won almost a billion dollars. <laughs> right. I'll see you guys right. next week.